Hi friends, before we start this episode of the Sabrina podcast, please stay tuned until after the outro for an announcement about the future of the podcast. Thanks, enjoy! It's just like when someone's just like, oh my god, would you take a million dollars to like shoot your cousin or whatever? I'm like, which cousin? It depends. (laughs) No, I just feel like I know exactly which cousin I would shoot. And welcome to our Chaos Podcast, brought to you by the Aficionados Podcast Network. My name is Brittany Ray. I'm a 29-year-old journalist from beautiful post-apocalyptic Vancouver, BC. I like badass moms and long naps. I'm on Twitter at Britannia, where I can find attempting journalism and talking about my cat. And for my dark baptism, I would probably wear... Depends on if I wanted to stunt or not. Like, mm-hmm. you know? And it also depends if, if I looked like Sabrina or not. Because if it was me, I'd be like, yeah, I'm wearing, like, leather leggings and a trench coat. Mm. <laughs> like, that's what I'm showing up in. But the the collar will be up and okay. leather as well. Yeah. Yeah. And good boots. Okay. Okay. <laughs> My name is Robin Jeffrey. I'm a 23-year-old actor and filmmaker. I like brooding anti-heroes and feminist agendas, and I have way too much knowledge regarding details that no one else remembers. I run at the 100 script on Twitter. You can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey pretty much everywhere. And to my dark baptism, I would probably also wear, like, a little dress, mm-hmm. just like hers, basically, but it would already be black. Yeah. You know, oh, like, yeah. I'm not about I white. I say, mine would be in black... Because that's all I wear. Yeah, I'm just, like, not about white. No. Yeah. No. Um, like, even, like, on my wedding day, it probably won't be completely white. Probably be something else. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. A tasteful off-white. Yeah. <laughs> Eggshell, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, today we have words to say about episode 102 of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, The Dark Baptism. And this episode will contain spoilers for the entirety of season one of Chaos. It will not contain spoilers for the Christmas special because we haven't seen it. It has not come out yet at the time of this. It's literally coming out, uh, I think Friday. Yeah, in like two days. Yeah, in two days, but we we haven't seen it yet. We haven't seen it yet. Cool. So it's called The Dark Baptism because- No way. I know. Because Sabrina- has her dark baptism. So these uh, these titles aren't exactly as um, there's not they're not thinkers. They're not they don't reference anything uh, like Riverdale's do. You know, no, they're not movie titles. Um, but one thing that we were kind of having a chat about like a week ago <laughs> is that we find it really interesting that Riverdale's titles are like chapter whatever because it's like part of Jughead's book, right? And yeah. it begins and ends with a monologue from Jughead every time. Of him adding to his book, mm-hmm. right? So for these ones to also be called chapters, it makes sense because they're supposed to be in the same universe. Yeah. But I'm not sure I understand why it's called a chapter if there is nothing being written or, you know, chapter usually implies a book or some Stranger sort. Stranger Things has the same thing. I yeah. I noticed that when we were re-watching it earlier. Yeah. There's also chapters there, and I'm like, I get it, because it's like, you know, they're chapters of a book, if the book is the television show, but yeah. it's so purposeful in Riverdale. Yeah. And then in Chaos, they were like, oh yeah, I guess we'll just do that too. Yeah, I, yeah, that's interesting. I totally forgot about that with Stranger Things. Yeah. I I don't know why, like, I don't understand. I, I do have to say that even in Riverdale, even though Riverdale is the one that makes the most sense, I don't like it. I, I like it. I don't like it when any any show does this because then when you're watching it on Netflix, it's just like chapter whatever. I just want to see the title. I don't know. I don't care what chapter it is. I just want to see the title so that I know what episode I'm watching. That's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like especially if it's like 42, then it's like 42 is taking up the 42, whole- 42, it's also not the episode number. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Right? Like if it's, it's episode 
I think we just did like 307 or 306 of Riverdale at the time of this recording and it's chapter 42 you know and I'm just like this doesn't help me this doesn't help me I'm not gonna remember what that is like just give me the title because otherwise 42 takes up the whole thing and then I can't see what the actual title (laughs) is and it's really annoying and I don't like when they do that and yeah (laughs) and that's your rant of the day I wish they just give me the 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 name of the episode okay I don't know well, the name of this one is The Dark Baptist. Okay, yeah, yeah. you needed reminding. Yeah. But before we start talking about it, we're going to revisit our thoughts from when we first watched the episode. Yeah. So we had just been like, okay, we watched two episodes, now let's talk about them. Yeah, and this is us, like, having not seen the rest of the season. Yeah. No so spoilers, just the two stupid, episodes. Well, that's not our fault. Yeah, no, because how are we to know? Hello. Hello. We have seen um, Aloha from Hell. The Dark Bath. For a second, I was like, that's not what it's called. The Dark Bathtub. The bar- Dark Back Bath. Back 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 Remember what I felt like five minutes ago? Yeah, that was funny. That was fun. Um, that was fun for me. So we watched episode two. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Me too. There were less um, gross things. Which I liked. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So the guy foaming at the mouth. I wasn't watching that part. Oh, right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah, there yeah. were like three times in the first episode where I had to be like, whoa, friend, that's, that's a bit much. Sure. There were no spiders in this one. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> no arachnophobia here. Um, has your favorite character changed? No. No? Still Sabrina? Yeah. Yeah. Sabrina's still my favorite too. But um, Ambrose is coming up. Yeah, yeah, I really like Amber, and we can't forget Salem. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't done much. He didn't do much this episode. He doesn't have to do anything. He just has to sit around and look he cute. Just did more in last episode. That's the point of cats. But I was saying that like he was advertised to us as pansexual. Ambrose. Yes. Yes. No Salem. <laughs> well, I also was like, no, he yeah. wasn't. He's a cat. And I'm just waiting for them to put their money where their mouth is. Because if they just, like, say that, it doesn't really mean as much. True. They gotta, like, show us their work. And plus, like, I forgot that... (laughs) I forgot that this was the same episode, but using, like, homosexuality as blackmail, that wasn't cute. Yeah. With the the dudes. Mm. Like, taking pictures of them in compromising positions with each other. And they're like, ha ha ha, we're gonna tell the whole school that you guys are gay, and that's why you have to stop hitting women. I was like... Oh, that's not how I thought of it at all. I thought of it, like, because they were in their undies. No, it was that they were humping on each other. I just figured if anybody, if they had gotten taken in a compromising position anywhere, that that they would have been embarrassed. Yeah, no, that wasn't it. It was definitely that they were going to look gay. I mean, I guess, like, I'm just like, but if you're not, then, like, you don't want people to think you are. Who cares? Uh, Oh, yeah, fully, but they're high school boys. And I think that- we got to change that. Yeah, but we already knew that they were, like, fully garbage people, so I don't, like, I would feel worse about it if it was, like, people that we actually liked, and then they were like, ew, no, but, like, they're high school boys, and, like, you kind of have to admit. But then they completely, like, changed the game by having the girls scare the crap out of them, and Sabrina took pictures of that. So if they'd just done that from the beginning, and tormented them with all the skulls and stuff, then it would have been like, haha, look at those boys look like being afraid of the girls in the scary mask. She did take pictures of them, but I thought the reason why she was taking pictures is because like then we saw like what was going on. Because, right. Because we needed like the strobing effect. To- no, of course. But it also proves that like that men were more afraid of the scary girls than they were of being seen as 
gay. So they didn't need the gay thing at all. All they needed was having the literal pants scared off them. Yeah. Plus having their um, virility taken from them Mm -hmm. and put into a bunch of birds. Best. That was poetic. That was truly poetic. I loved that. Yeah. What else happened in this episode? I feel like we just watched it, but a lot happened. A lot did happen. Yeah. Uh... I mean, this is mostly, we don't have to get everything. We're just kind of getting, like, our real notes. Um, I like that we were able to guess that something was wrong with the principal just by the fact that there that it was kind of blurry. Because we've noticed that the blurriness mm-hmm. is equated with, like, witchcraft and spells and everything. It's kind of like, did you ever read Percy Jackson? No. Okay, well, in Percy Jackson, if people get close to stuff that's, like, like all about the Greek gods and stuff. There's mm-hmm. this thing, and I can't remember exactly what it's called. It's called, like, The Mist or something like that. Mm-hmm. Actually, I should probably look it up. I, I want to get this right. It was called The Mist. Oh! Yes! Okay, I love being a genius. Anyway, basically how The Mist works is that, um, like, you know how in on Hogwarts, it's like, if muggles show up to Hogwarts, it just says, like, danger, keep out, get the heck out yeah, of here. Yeah, it just you looks know like I mean? ruins, yeah. With The Mist, it's like, if something crazy happens, the mortals are like, oh, that's weird, and they just, like, see something that makes sense for them. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I don't know, this kind of feels like mist. Like a mist type type of thing, where, like, it's happening in- It's like a another- visual cue, yeah. And it's like, in also in Hogwarts, how, like, uh- uh, electronics don't work there. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like this too. Like the cameras aren't exactly like you're not supposed to know that they're cameras because it's a yeah. fictional TV show. But when I see it, it makes me think that maybe the cameras aren't working properly. Yeah, like something is vaguely like otherworldly and like yeah. messing with the plane of like what you're actually watching. Yeah, like it's messing with your perception of how you're watching the TV show. Yeah, which is kind of cool and very like trippy yeah it also makes me feel like my glasses are dirty when i'm watching i'm Mm. like what's going on oh it's just magic yeah okay okay magic okay magic i'm kind of like i get why sabrina is like oh i don't want to do that but i'm also just like if if you could stay at regular high school and keep learning about social studies and garbage or you could go to hogwarts and learn about magic dude yeah there's no competition feels like an easy choice yeah personally go be friends with tati my thing is, I think that the age of 16 is a ridiculous age to ask a child to do something like that. Like, you should be able to choose at, like, 18 or something like that. Like, it's far too young. Yeah. You should be able to choose when you join the coven. Yeah. So, the fact that, like, I love that she's questioning, like, the nature of the religion that she's been indoctrinated into. Because it feels very, like, realistic. And that there's, like, a whole, like, conversation about the nature of choice. I love all of that. I just, like, I'm, like... Now she's in a fight with the devil, but she's in her mortal form. Classic Carl's Jr. Yeah, he's got two mouths. Did you notice? No, I didn't notice that. Yeah, he's got a mouth in his stomach. So that's pretty gross, I think. I mean... (laughs) You know, you gotta get your food there somewhere, and if you can just, you know... Uh, Yeah, I guess, like, direct injection. Exactly. You gotta skip the mouth altogether. Like, hey, if you're in a hurry, then there you go. You know what? You're right. Do you think that's what Madam Satan was worried about? Was getting fully ingested through his stomach. Like, I mean, probably. If she's Madam Satan, does that mean she's married to him? Well, they haven't been calling the dude Satan. They've been calling him the Dark Lord or the Devil or whatever. Have they ever called him actual Satan? I thought oh, that was like her maybe name. Not. They called somebody Lucifer. Yeah, they said Lucifer. They said Lucifer. But they didn't I don't say know exactly Satan. Exactly who they were referring to. Yeah. Archangel. Oh. Or, no, that's Michael. I don't know. I don't know things about stuff. Yeah. No. I didn't go to freaking school for math. I didn't go to school for math i didn't either of us did well i went to some school for math but that wasn't my major or anything oh okay 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 okay. is that it i think that's it those are all my thoughts for right now okay cool see you next time
Is there anything you want to comment on from there? Um, yeah, I freaking stand by my interpretation that there was no need to have that gay panic scene and that it was borderline homophobic. Yeah. I, I stand by it. Yeah, and I want to just, like, be clear, because when I was editing that, I was like, yikes, Robin, what are you even doing? Um, so, like, just to be clear, I wasn't saying that it, like, wasn't messed up or anything. I was just saying that, like... That's not how you saw it at the time. Yeah, it's just, it, it just shows what kind of dudes they are, you know? And yeah. I don't think, I also don't think that Sabrina and Co. are being homophobic either. I think they know, you know, they heard those boys call the other kid queer, you know? Like, they know that they're homophobic yeah. like that, and so they know how to get to them, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I absolutely see that. I just wish that textually the show had actually had them say, oh, these garbage men, like, bully queer people, so let's let's use, like, that against them. Right. Because instead of saying, oh, like, what unevolved primitives to hate someone because they're queer... They just kind of used it and didn't, like, make a commentary of it. Right. I was like, it, it, like, got so close to working and then just didn't. It, like, as is many a time on Riverdale, it gets close and then it just stumbles on that last hurdle, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, We mentioned that Ambrose, uh, that we wanted Ambrose to actually be shown as pansexual rather than just being labeled that in the the character. We sure got that. Yeah, we got that, so I'm happy with that. Um, You were mentioning that you think 16 is too young for her to choose her her dark baptism and stuff. Um, I agree, and it reminds me of that Dumbledore quote where he says, like, sometimes I think we sort too too soon. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think 16, just in general, like, even in our society, like, picking, like, what college you're going to go to, Mm -hmm. your career path... You've only been on the planet 16 years. Yeah, like that and one. most of those years, you haven't been doing anything. Yeah, like that one John Mulaney <laughs> sketch where he's just like, I signed my life away at six, at 17 years old. They said, be sign here, be an English major. And I said, okay. Exactly. It's like, you're not, you're not qualified for that. Yeah. At 16, the only thing I was qualified to do was like, pick my own wardrobe, and even then, I shouldn't have been allowed to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know? There were a lot of flared jeans. Yeah, sometimes I'm just like, Mom, you let me leave like that? Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Mom, you let me have crit, curled, and straightened hair all at the same time? <laughs> hmm. Mom, Choices. you didn't, like, I feel like every time that I left the house going to high school, Mom should have been like, let's take off the hoodie. <laughs> you know? Like, uh, let's, let's try a different look. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, that's how a kid, like, is going yeah. to express their individuality. Because when I was at Private school, I had to wear uniforms, mm. and I hated nothing more in life than those goddamn uniforms. Mm. And the irony of saying goddamn while talking about a Catholic private school brings me joy. Okay, good. Yeah. I think I'm... You mentioned that the Dark Lord had... Or Carl's Jr., I suppose. Carl's Jr. Had a mouth in his stomach. He sure does. And I just, like... It's really gross. Yeah, I'm just thought thinking of... I just feel like this is a theme, you know? Like, I feel like we keep talking about it because it happens in Hilda's dream, right? Mm-hmm. And everything. So, like, yeah, I'm just... Want, like, like, the consumption and, like... There's something very visually important about consumption in this show. Mm. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I think as we go on and we do a couple more episodes of the podcast, I'll start to have more opinions on, like, the importance of that, mm-hmm. like, symbolism. But as for right now, I don't quite have... Yeah, thought on it yet. Mm-hmm. But it like, it, you know, it's like tied into the feast and to cannibalism and right. to all of these things. So I don't know yet. Yeah. Um, so now Brittany is going to recap the episode so we can talk about it. Oh boy. This is going to be long, guys. But I, I threw some jokes in. Yeah, so. there'll be some jokes, so please enjoy it. I'm probably, a lot of it's going to be like me roasting Blackwood because I really, he's so gross. He's nasty. Ew. He 
He's nasty. I want him to take six showers. Mm. He's like, I feel like, I feel about Blackwood the way most people felt about Snape. Which uh. is like, just please shower. Mm. You know? So we'll see. I don't know. For me, I never like, I mean, I never really thought about, when I was reading, I never really thought about how like gross Snape looked. I really just thought about how what a gross person he was. No, I never thought about that either, but they always described him as like, greasy. Greasy. Yeah. And, like, with the hooked nose and, like, kind of looked nasty. And then they put Alan Rickman in the role, and yeah. I was like, well, I'm never going to believe that now. Yeah. Like, he's he, he's perfect. So, yeah. whatever. Okay. So, dark baptism. Sabrina learns about Satan from Creepy McCreepface. That's my new name for Father Blackwood. Great. Cut your nails, Blackwood. Um, That was one of my notes, too. Yeah, that was just, like, that was just, like, a hot take that I thought yes. you should have. My note. Uh, Blackwood's nails are gross, and I want to die. Yeah. 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 That, that sums it up so nicely. Yeah. Anyway, the dark path baptism is this thing where you sign the Dark Lord's book and say, hey, Satan, I'll do me a favor if you ask me to. That's basically the dark baptism. Yeah. Blackwood says the Dark Lord is the embodiment of free will, which is a bold statement for a dude who demands an underage girl stripper in front of a whole room to show everyone a birthmark, but, like, go off, I guess. Mm. Blackwood says that Sabrina's parents' deaths were an accident, so I guess that's the end of that. Blackwood tells a bunch more lies about free choice to get Sabrina to join and go to secret Hogwarts. While Blackwood is there, he checks out the dead kid, but that plot goes nowhere, so who cares? Hilda tucks Sabrina in bed and implies that Montgomery Clift was a warlock, which is pretty dope, I think. Apparently, Sabrina's dad was Blackwood's apprentice, but he surpassed him because he's a spellman and they're the best, obviously. Who's Montgomery Clift? He's an actor. Oh, okay. She just said Uncle Montgomery, and I was like, that, like, she said Uncle Montgomery or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, like an actor. And I was like, that has to be Montgomery Cliff. Right, okay. Sabrina asks Hilda if she regrets her baptism, and Hilda replies by saying that sometimes she dreams that she burns down the Greendale Forest. So that's nice. Zelda isn't happy about that because she was eavesdropping, but, like, in a really creepy way. Like, floating through the ceiling, which is not how I eavesdropped. It's fun, cute, and good and fresh, though. It's super fun, cute, and good and fresh. Harvey shows up the next morning and shows Ambrose his comics. He's a really talented nerd. Like, I don't understand, like, where this Harvey comic thing goes either. Yeah. Maybe Sabrina is the comic book that Harvey is drawing, and so that's why it's all chapters. That would be great. I would love for it all to, like, tie in like that. That'd be awesome. That'd be cool. Okay. But let's, let's keep that in mind. In that case, I really feel like it should be issue one, issue two, issue Ooh, three then. You know? I like that. But Damn. It's not, too so. bad that we thought of that and not the Sabrina writers. Mm. That's a shame. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So Harvey wants to take Sabrina bowling after her birthday and he invites the ants because he doesn't know them and he wants to. That's a very bold move. Honestly, great boyfriend move. Yeah. yeah like... He's genuinely a good boyfriend. So at school, the IRL men's rights activists tear down the Wicca sign, and Susie is not having it, so they, like, bodily throw themselves at the dude, and that's one of the most metal things I've ever seen. Mm. They get punched in the face, and then they get suspended. Sabrina makes Susie tell her who has been bullying them. She goes to Madam Satan slash Ms. Wardwell and gets encouragement to do some hell-raising against the boys with the baddest bitches that she knows. I think that's, like... That's based, that was literally Madam Satan's advice. She was like, yeah. <laughs> get yourself a girl gang. And she was like, okay. Okay, I will. will. Thank you. Um, I want Madam Satan as my mentor, but I feel like um, I would do a lot of illegal things. Yeah, that sounds like a really bad idea. I think it's my best idea to date. No. Sabrina decides to summon the Weird Sisters. They agree to help as long as Sabrina stays away from Hogwarts. No, okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, Zelda murders Hilda because she doesn't understand how being a good sister works. Instead of, like, healthy communication, I guess murder. I feel like when I was growing up, I was not the best sister. And I know that for sure. I was not the nicest. Oh, yeah. I was not the nicest to my sister either. But I feel better knowing that I was not as bad as Zelda. I was almost as bad as Zelda. Because, like, I didn't kill my sister, but I popped her arm out of her socket once. Um, and then I hit her with a golf club. 
You know what? I take pride in knowing that I am a better sister than both <laughs> Zelda and you. Oops. I was I was hurtful with my words though. Mm. Yeah, I wasn't very nice, mm. and I know okay. that. Yeah. Ambrose shows Connor's finished body to his parents and tries to figure out why he was murdered. Again, this doesn't matter because that plot doesn't go anywhere. Mm. He does discover that Connor had a familiar, which is like a little iguana. Is it an iguana? Iguana. It's a lizard iguana ish type thing sabrina and the weird sisters lure the gross football players to them using scary magic thank god sabrina had a red dress and matching lace collar laying around yes like i have thoughts on this later that was lucky um and then there's riverdale reference yep anyway the dudes heroically overcome their fear of the mines and follow the girls inside to make out with them mysterious music plays as everyone starts stripping jk though the girls aren't actually kissing the dudes it's all an illusion and they're recalling watching and laughing at the dudes making out with each other ha ha being gay is great black mammal no homo prudence decides to torture the dudes even more by turning she and her sisters into scary demons and scaring the crap out of the boys and also they trap their masculinity into some birds so that's what happened there Um, also the like song during this time is like so dope and it's not on Spotify and I'm mad, thanks. I'm so sorry. It was like just for this show, like just for this episode, and it's on YouTube, but it's not on Spotify. And uh yeah, I'm just mad, thanks. I'm sorry. That's yeah. Your struggle. It's real. Yeah. Anyway, so the sisters know that Sabrina lied about not going to Hogwarts. But they're cool with it because they got to torture some dudes. Sabrina confesses that she's a little stressed about her baptism because she doesn't want to give up her free will. And Prudence says she can have free will or power, but not both. Because a woman having both scares Satan, I guess, because he's a dude. And I'm like, why are you all saying woke things, but then doing unwoke things? Yeah. Like, you're you're supposed to be enlightened feminist, but then you serve at the pleasure of this, like, dude? What's up with that? Mm. Anyway. Sabrina gives Harpy a hypothetical scenario where he has to choose between having magic powers and being with her, and he picks her, which is soft, but not what I would have chosen. Nope. <laughs> Actually, if I had to choose between magic powers and my girlfriend, I would pick my girlfriend, but I feel like my girlfriend would want me to pick the powers. Yeah. It's just like when someone's just like, oh my god, would you take a million dollars to, like, shoot your cousin or whatever? I'm like, which cousin? It depends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just feel like I know exactly which cousin I would shoot. <laughs> Her name is Caitlin, and she'd be like, do it and share. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, is it shooting the cousin? Because then it's like, well, I don't have to make it fatal. Exactly. I'm just going to graze her shoulder a little bit. No, it's not the shoulder. You shouldn't go for the shoulder. Go for the feet. Oh, for the, yeah, feet, knee-ish. Knees. Yeah. Knees are a great one. They won't walk properly, but they'll have so much money that they can get that fixed. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we figured that out. Yeah. Hilda sorry, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah, sorry, Caitlin. I'd, I'd probably shoot Jillian. I think that's fair. Jillian would take it. Yeah. She would want that. Yeah. Hilda finally resurrects, and Zelda says she's allowed to kill her because Satan says so. Um, which, like, I, I, I guess. <laughs> Satan's I guess. like, go, go off. Hilda needs to fall in line with persuading Sabrina to sign the book because Sabrina doesn't really have a choice. And, like, thank God they had this conversation loudly outside where Sabrina <laughs> could hear. Yeah. Convenient. Because she totally does. Yeah. The next morning, Hilda gives Sabrina her mother's wedding dress to wear at her baptism, and she tells her not to worry and that she'll be fine. Which, like, if someone said, don't worry, you'll be fine, unprompted, I'd be like, I don't think I'm gonna be fine. No. Zelda called Sabrina out sick, which is not Sabrina's favorite concept, because she hasn't said goodbye to her friends. Madame Satan is also irked at Sabrina being missing and inquires to her whereabouts, then steals some candy from Mrs. Meeks and leaves, which is like a mood. Ambrose explains that the coven forbids Sabrina to consort with mortals. When she's baptized, she'll want to cut herself off from mortals to avoid the pain of losing them. But, like, in my opinion, they also kind of cut themselves off from each other. Because if Zelda can just callously murder Hilda like that... Yeah. uh, There's something emotionally really messed up going on in the magic community. Yeah. 
Sabrina decides she wants to spend one last night with her friends, so they're gonna, she's gonna go to a party. Uh, the aunties go get a black coat because they have nice hobbies. Harvey shows up dressed as a minor, and Sabrina shows up looking angelic in her mother's wedding dress. And they leave before the aunties can catch them because Ambrose is gonna cover them because he's a bro. He is a bro. He's a real bro. Yeah. So Sabrina and Harvey arrive at a Halloween party. Everyone dances to the Monster Mash, but did you know that you never actually heard the Monster Mash? Only a song about the Monster Mash? Wow. You've never heard the Monster Mash? You're so right. Anyway, everyone sings Sabrina happy birthday, even though, like, it wasn't her birthday party. Like, it was a Halloween party. Yeah. So... I feel like I feel like if I didn't know Sabrina and I went to this party, I'd be like, why is it about this random girl now? And why is she in a wedding dress? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is a really weird party. Like, this is like a costume party. Like, who are you dressed as? Yeah, I would I would be very confused. Yeah. Who what what would you think she was dressed as? I'd probably be like, Are you supposed to be Marilyn Monroe? And but it's like, no, because you're missing some of the like staple Marilyn Monroe things, and it's like And you it's like has to be low cut, not high cut. Yeah, and if she was like just a bride, I'd be like, Where's your veil? And, like, just a bride? Like, yeah. why would you just go as a bride? Anyway, disappointing. Um, so Sabrina and Harvey dance, and she makes him promise not to forget or her or hate her. And I feel like Harvey should really question the weird stuff Sabrina yeah, does if, doesn't. Yeah, I'd be like, um, cool, so are you going to, like, die now? Yeah, like, everyone gathers outside to watch the blood moon, and Harvey's all of a sudden, like, everything's fine. I would literally grab my girlfriend and be like, hey, What's up with that weird stuff you just said? <laughs> yeah. <Is that> okay, buddy? <laughs> like, yeah, I know there's a moon outside, but we can see pictures of it on Twitter. Yeah. More important that your mental health is good right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and then Sabrina finally figures out that, hey, maybe she's late for a baptism because of what's going on. Oopie. What? Oopie. Late. Oopie. Yeah. Make a mistake. She really needs a watch. Ouchie. She could use a watch. Uh-huh. You know what? Harvey should have given her that for a present. Yeah. She tells Harvey that she loves him and then she books it. Um, and I feel like a car would have been faster than running, but whatever. You know what? Where's her broom? You're so right. Thank you. Sabrina arrives at her baptism and her dress turns black. I want that power. Like, if I could find any piece of clothing and turn it black. Mm-hmm. Oh! That's Ugh. the dream. Like that gross stuff at like, for listen, Forever 21 is okay, but then sometimes that you have like, oh, this is a cute shirt. Oh, it has a random saying on it. That's terrible. Yeah. If you could just get rid of the saying and turn it all black. Ugh, that'd be oh great. my God, that's the dream. Yeah. Instead of it, instead of like buying a shirt that says woke AF, yeah. like wanting to die inside, it could just be a cute shirt. Yeah. You're like, pick up a shirt and you're just like, ah, chill vibes. Yeah. Chill <laughs> vibes. Or like, um, feminist, but like none of the money from the proceeds of it go to, like, any kind of women's charity. Yeah. So they're just profiting off of feminism. Mm. I'm like, that's not very cool. feminist, is it? Yeah. Anyway. um, So the whole coven is there at uh, this baptism that Sabrina's already late to. Mm-hmm. Zelda isn't impressed that she's late for her own baptism. And I'm like, I'm not really impressed either, but I would be late for my own baptism. I would be. Not me. If, I, if it had been up to me, I probably would have been late for mine. Luckily, I was a baby. Mm. Yeah. So Blackwood has them take her dress off so, for some weird-ass reason. Um, let Sabrina keep her clothes on challenge. That'd be great. Blackwood keeps having people take Sabrina's clothes off. What's up with that? Just, anyway. Uh, Madam Satan is there and spying on everyone, um, which is what I care about the most. Because, like, having seen the whole show, I care about Madam Satan the most now. Um, you can't relate. No, I super can't relate. Blackwood paints Sabrina's head with blood and preaches that the Dark Lord believes in freedom and nature's law, which is just not true. Sabrina accepts that she will be ta- that she will take the path of night, but she has a hard time with the idea of putting the Dark Lord above all others. Girl, say. Blackwood makes an unnecessarily large slice in her hand, which gives Sabrina flashbacks to the Hanged Witches. Again, no one's really sure why. Yeah. Because that was never explained either. Yeah, and that never happened to her or anything. Yeah. Um, her blood falls on the book in, like, a little heart, though, which I thought was cute. 
Blackwood asks Sabrina if Sabrina is ready to swear and obey an order given to her by the Dark Lord or his representatives. She is to give her mind, her body, and her soul to Satan. And then Sabrina's like, hey, that was not part of the deal. That's not what you told me. uncomfortable. And then her parents appear and they're like, hey, that's bad. And she's like, okay. And they're like, hey, you should run. And she's like, okay. Okay, I'll go. Yeah, so she bails. Um, And the woods are like, you can't leave. And Sabrina's like, well, you're wood and I'm not. So I'm going to just, I'm out of here. So she gets back to the house and to Ambrose, but the whole coven is behind her and they have the book with them. Sabrina says she will not sign it. There's a third way, like her parents found, she will not sign her name away. Blackwood and the coven sort of start to converge on the house, but Ambrose like is like, whoa, 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 hang on. There's a protection charm around this house, and you guys are like not allowed to cross it, and anyone who does will burn. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty metal, except that um, he's he lying. Did not do that. There's <laughs> yeah. no such thing. Madam Satan praised the Dark Lord for mercy, since I guess she failed to get Sabrina to sign the book. I don't know how that was her job, but whatever. She kisses the Dark Lord's gross hairy hoof and says she won't mess up again. She'll get him Sabrina, and I'm like, leave him at home. <laughs> <laughs> Things are awkward in the film and <laughs> Leave him at home. <laughs> I love that. Things are awkward in the Spellman house on Monday. Zelda hasn't spoken to Sabrina in two days, but apparently she can read Russian. I love that Zelda's always reading a different newspaper. Yeah. Like, use Google. Sabrina wants Zelda to speak, so she does. Sabrina humiliated all of them and went against her father's wishes. But Sabrina says her she tells her aunts that she saw her parents in the woods and that they told her to run. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of weird, but also like that never comes up again. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um. Anyway, Sabrina says she chose both paths of mortal and witch. She and her friends gather for their first Wicca meeting, which Madam Satan crashes because she wants to work very close. Very close. <laughs> Too bad though, because Sabrina gets called to the principal's office. So like, yeah. oh, so convenient. Ugh. So it kind of makes me wonder what the point of um that scene was. Yeah. Hawthorne is pissed about the Wicca club, but like, or is he? Mm. Is it Hawthorne? No, it is not. It's actually Satan. Um, he says that Sabrina is deaf, gonna give him her autograph. And she's like, nah. And Satan is like, yeah, but you're mortal, so you can be hurt, and I can't, so suck it. And then the episode is over. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Great. I enjoyed it less the second time. Hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah. There are some shows that you can rewatch over and over and over again, and you're just like, it gets better every time. For example, my favorite show is called Lost. You I was going to just... say, if you're saying Riverdale, I do not. Like, that show gets worse the more you watch it. Oh, can't relate. But also, I mean, Lost. I love that show. Yeah. But the whole thing falls apart upon rewatch. Oh, totally. Yeah. I still enjoy it, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I love it. Okay. I love that dumpster fire of a show. But there's this show called Lost. Yeah. Yeah. And I've heard of it. every single, like, there's so many details put into it. It's like, absolutely incredible you can rewatch it like a million times and you'll find something new every single time mm-hmm. and that's that i mean i've seen it i'm on my eighth rewatch right now and I, like i still find new things yeah uh yeah i did the same i've done the same thing with both. the yeah. x files is endlessly rewatchable yeah there's like it, and there's different ways to interpret it because when you know how relationships develop you can be like okay does it start here does it start here does it start here with this when you rewatch it it kind of just frustrates you because you're like this plot hasn't gone anywhere what was the point of this Mm. why were we watching this and why weren't we focused on this and i feel like you can kind of tell that the writers hadn't found the show yet yeah and so they were just kind of writing in a bunch of different directions and as the show found its footing they started to focus more on the more interesting aspects so like no one was really sure what the hell madam satan's point was in these early episodes and then you get to the end of the season and you're like okay i'm not really sure but they figured out that they needed more of her because her and sabrina's dynamic was interesting Mm. 
And, like, Zelda and Hilda's dynamic was interesting. Yeah. And this Connor dude's murder was not interesting. No. Personally, I was really interested in it. I was interested in more in knowing more about him and everything, but I guess the show didn't care. It didn't care, or I guess maybe it's in season two? Maybe. Um, so, I don't know. Do you want to hear some of my thoughts? Yeah, I'm going to see what in here is even still relevant. Um, and to be frank, I made these notes like four, five days ago. So I hope that I remember what all of them mean. Okay? Okay. Okay. Thirteen Commandments. Oh, from the Book of the Beast? Okay, yeah. The Thirteen Commandments is obviously like, you know, the Ten Commandments from like actual religion or whatever. Not that Satanism isn't an actual religion. But from the, the God kind. Yeah. Yeah. The also, kind. yeah, it also reminded me of the Serpent Laws. From Riverdale. I was more thinking along the lines of 13 being like a magic number in television. Oh, yeah. And also in life. Mm. I have a question. If Sabrina's mom hadn't died, would she have aged like a mortal? Question mark? Yeah. Or because he was able to marry her, did they? she get like a spell put on her so that she would age at the same time as him, you think? I think if he had done that, it would have been against the coven's wishes. Right. Which could have been one of the reasons why they were killed. Excommunicated or in ex the worst way. Yeah, so something like that. Right. Will Sabrina age differently than both witches and mortals? Do you think like she'll age in the middle between yeah, witches and probably. mortals maybe? Who knows? Um, there was an inquiry about her parents and it was all accidental. Winkity wink. Which made me think, twas not, but mm -hmm. then it never came back again, so yeah. I don't know. The whole her parents thing doesn't come back. Lol, did Ambrose even know anything about the Malum Malice? They said it hasn't been used for years. He doesn't know because he's been inside. Hello, Twitter. <laughs> that was one full is, note. Is there no witch Twitter? <laughs> like, the thing is that, like... I can't remember if I brought this up last episode or not, and you edited it, so maybe you will remember, but um, talking about how Ambrose is like this big deus ex machina character. Yeah. I did bring that no, up. No, you did not. I didn't? No. Okay, great. So um, I think I do bring it up in, in a preview that's coming up, like uh, when we first watched it and yeah. stuff. But Ambrose is this big deus ex machina character, which means uh, it came from like uh, theater. It was the etymology of that. It was it meant like, um, like, like the, the hand of God yeah. coming down into it and just being like, everything's fixed, yeah. you know? And so that's kind of like in television now and everything, it's kind of shows as like a, just kind of a, a real convenient plot thing that fixed yeah, everything. Like you waved a wand over it. Exactly. So I feel like in the first few episodes here, Ambrose is very much that character who's coming in being like, what? You need a thing? I, I have, have the exact yeah. answer for you. Oh my gosh. And like you can reason it away with, oh well, Ambrose has been locked inside and had nothing to do for ages, so yeah. he must have a lot of knowledge. Right. But at the same time, it kind of takes a lot of the, like because Sabrina doesn't have to problem solve. Yeah, exactly. Because Ambrose has already done it for her. Yeah, which is kind of too bad. Yeah. But yeah, they say, like, no one's ever, like, no one's used the Malum Malice for, like, years. And Ambrose is probably like, whoops. <laughs> My bad. Wasn't paying attention to the trends. My bad. Whoops. He has a laptop. He should know. He says that she's allowed to leave the coven if she doesn't like it. No, she's no, not. No, no, no. And, like, what he's doing is not even being, give, like, doing white lies. Like, he's fully saying the opposite of what the truth is, which is terrible. Is this Blackwood who's saying that? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant Ambrose. I was like, but yeah, Blackwood's just fully like, hey, what if I lie to Punch? Yeah, why yeah. not? Now we're going over to me talking to Connor, co talking about Connor. They say that Connor was never baptized. Um, I think dark baptism is what they're talking about there. So it, you know, that kind of made me think that it was like a muggle-born who McGonagall didn't go to, you know, yeah. like for anybody who doesn't know, sorry in advance for all the Harry Potter stuff. I did? Yeah. Like, um, the Muggleborns yeah. get who I told the story of how Muggleborns how 
Yeah. The Wizard of World figures out about Muggle Mars with the big book? Yes. No. Go ahead. I absolutely did not. I haven't told the story in forever. Okay, so ahead. there's okay, so every time that a wizarding like like a magical child is born, their name gets written by a magical quill in a in a big book. Yeah? Uh-huh. I didn't talk about this last episode. Oh, it was a book, but, but about him being a them. Yeah, okay, yeah. So then um, when they turn, like, 11 or whatever, McGonagall's like, hello, yes, I'm here to tell you all the things that you need to know, right? And so Connor Connor not being baptized, like, is like a logo that McGonagall never came for. Yeah. Also, his murder is never solved. Yeah, no one seems to care that he's dead. I find it a murder more interesting than a lot of the other things, to be honest. <laughs> okay, um, Faustus was her dad's mentor. He surpassed him, and then when he died, Blackwood took back over? Yeah, I guess. So he killed him for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Hundred percent. I want my spot back because you're committing blasphemy in our coven. Yeah. Why does Hilda want to burn down the forest? Is it just because everything bad happens there? I I wish I knew. Yeah. She's like, I, I dream about burning down the forest and I'm like, sure wish that had gone somewhere. Yeah. I don't don't know what that means. Is it just supposed to like signify that Hilda has like dark thoughts, you know, like she's not like this big maybe special only optimistic she, person. She maybe doesn't love being a witch all the time. Right. Um uh, or Har- she doesn't love being part of the coven. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Harvey draws why is this important? We kind of talked about that cuz it once again never really comes up again. The names of the boys are Billy Marlin, Ed Dursley, Seth Grinwis and Carl Tapper. Dursley really? Yeah, was- yeah. Oh, wow, that's so, pretty obvious. I like to think that Dursley is fully just like a nod to Harry Potter, which is what it has to be. Yeah. That, that is not, like, a name that you use accidentally. Yeah. Okay, next question. What happens to you when you get summoned? Like, Sabrina, like, summons the Weird Sisters and they just show up and they're like, sup. Like, do they get- do you think they just get pulled out of the air? Or, like- That'd be so funny. And they're like, ugh, what? I was in the middle of something. Imagine if, like, Mrs. Weasley had that power. Oh my god. Instead of, like, sending howlers, she could just summon them home from Hogwarts and be like, what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't even need the clock anymore. But, like, what if they're like, ah, I was in the bathtub! And then suddenly they're, you know- yeah, I'd be like, um, this better be good because I was having a nice tub. Yeah, that's very rude. Now it's it's very cold out here. Wouldn't they notice if she crossed her fingers behind her back? I think they do notice. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Because, duh. Prudence says we knew you were lying. Zelda kills Hilda with a hammer? That's a bit brutal. Not efficient. Not efficient. Could have gone for a shovel. Would have been easier. That's like, I don't know. There are less brutal ways to kill somebody. And a hammer is rough. I think in these furly, er, these furly episodes... And these fairly episodes, which is very early. Yeah. Fairly early. Uh-huh. I don't know how to talk. Cool. Thank God we have a podcast where that's all I do. It's 12.30 a.m. Is it 12.30 a.m.? Yeah. Great. I think they didn't know what to do with Zelda, and I think they made her too harsh. And then toward, as they, as Miranda Otto, like, settled into the character and they got to know Zelda more, they were like, okay, we have to soften her up because she's too cruel. Mm. And so stuff like her murdering Hilda, I know definitely for them has a point, but I think it's just such a brutal thing that it really makes me wonder what the hell goes on with like the mental health of the magic community. Because none of them seem to have attachments to each other that are healthy. Yeah. No one seems to have a healthy relationship in the entire like magical community. Yeah. Or in the coven. And obviously it's like a, it's partly to set up like the whole like special soil thing for later and stuff. But still. But still, I don't, yeah. That could have been done uh, It just makes me like less invested in the emotional stakes of the relationships yeah. of all of like the characters because they don't seem to care about each other as yeah. much. And that's weird to me. Yeah. They're talking to the Kempers and asking like more things about Connor. I'm just interested about in Connor. So I'm like writing down things about Connor, but they said he was at the park. And he went for a walk. And that's where he was, like, 
stabbed. And like, here's the thing, he's not Wait, stabbed so like twice. Maybe. But like he's not stabbed like twice, he's stabbed like 20 times. Like somebody was really trying to kill like, him. Like what park was he in? I don't know. Because I don't want to go to that park. Yeah. Do you think it's the same park that um, Moose and Midge got stabbed by the Blackwood? Black Hood in? Blackwood? Black Hood? <gasps> oh! Uh, but that is Fox Forest and not... That's uh, Fox Forest. Yeah, not a but park. is there a park somewhere? Um, Eversgreen... Eversgreen Park? Eversgreen Forest? I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to find Riverdale things to actually... I'm trying to use Riverdale to explain logic. <laughs> That's where we're at. Yeah. His parents mentioned that he didn't have many friends. So is Luke lying? Like, who is Luke? We never find out. Luke I'm... just becomes Ambrose's, like, boyfriend. And yeah. I'm like, well, that's fine. I fully thought that he was just, like... I thought he was shady. I thought he was shady, that he was manipulating Ambrose, and he was gonna, that he was like, just using him, and then it turned out that he actually had feelings for him, and I was like, I just, I didn't see that throughout but the whole like, story. But I was like, why are you picking up, this is why I'm worried about the relationships between everyone, because like, he was at his friend's funeral, and he picked up a guy. Yeah. Like, he was not worried about his friend being dead. Yeah. That's weird! But they don't ever address it. Yeah, I have another note about this, actually. If Luke was a witch person, like if he was like a, he was in the magic community, and but Connor was never baptized. Sup. Like, you'd think that he would introduce him to yeah. the coven and say, hey, you're... Or maybe he was trying to figure out if he was... No, because he kind of knew, didn't he? I'm just confused about that. And this, I, This whole Connor plotline is a mess. Yeah, I'm really... I was really interested in it, though, so I'm just really disappointed about that. Like, I don't want it to be a mess because, like, I want this show to succeed and I think towards the back half it really does. Yeah. But parts of this front half are just like... Yeah. Um. But he has a familiar. So that's another thing that it really seems to be part of a like part of the system like if, having yeah, a familiar have a familiar so yeah. how does he have a familiar but he doesn't have any of the education at special hogwarts or be a part of the coven yeah so now we go to the garbage dudes um and they're talking about some girl named meg sims who i looked up but i don't know anything about her um and they're just saying bad things about her neat neat um so then so okay so there are these three dudes who are obviously garbage and there's this fourth dude who is this fourth dude who is one of the dudes who was mean to Susie, but it doesn't seem like he's a bad person. Like, I'm just confused about this dude. Because they, like, they insult him. Like, insult, obviously, queer. Yeah, they call him a queer. Yeah, which is an insult in their minds. And but... I'm like, yeah, same, because I'm a queer. Oh. oh, I thought you were saying that you find it to be an insult. I was like, no, we shouldn't be doing that anymore. No. Yeah, so I'm just confused about this, old, this, this fourth I dude. I don't either. Oh, I, I just said, wish we had seen the diner from Riverdale 207. The one where, <gasps> that Archie. One. Yeah. Uh, where Archie was like, hey, do you take debit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite. Okay, next question. Why does Sabs get to wear red? She wears it at the end too. Did she borrow it from Prudence? Yeah, don't you think the Weird Sisters would be kind of mad that like someone was <laughs> overshadowing them? Yes, yeah, she gets to be the cool one. Hmm. I don't know. Or maybe they're like, they look at her wearing red and they're like, so that was a choice, huh? Yeah. Because <laughs> they fully like only wear like jewel tone, like golds and blacks and stuff. I just don't know where she would have gotten that exact replica of like what they're wearing. Do you think it... witches can like create their own clothes like just by like- Maybe. Magic? I'm trying to figure out like what Gamp's laws are. And that's just in Harry Potter, so I can't really say. Well, I know Molly Weasley could, like, make something knit itself. Right, but I don't think you can... Let me see. I, I'm figuring out what Gamp's Law is. Sorry. The, there are five principal exceptions to Gamp's Law, Gamp's Law, one of which is food. So food cannot be created from nothing. So it can be inferred that Gamp's Law relates to so, in some way to magic that creates something from nothing. Uh, which is so weird, because it's like, if you can create 
food out of something, couldn't you just pick up a pebble and create food out of it? Yeah. So, like, why were the Weasleys always buying food? Fun. Um, I don't know. He, they ask him if they go to Riverdale High. Hmm. Cool. I love an Easter egg. They would fit in at Riverdale High. Yeah. They would get eaten. Cheryl Blossom would eat them alive. Fully. Like, like, Prudence thinks she's a bad bitch because, like, she has magical powers. Yeah. But she's got nothing Nothing. on how mean Cheryl Blossom is. Yeah. They say, like, the mines are, like, the devil's doorway. And that's kind of like Hell's Gate, you know, like in Hollywood. Yeah. I think it's in Hollywood. Hell's Gate. It's, like, supposed to be, like, a portal to the underworld or whatever. But, like, that doesn't really go anywhere either. Yeah. Because there's stuff with the mines. Yeah. But not... And then at one point, like, I guess Harvey kind of sees the devil in the mines. Yeah. But nothing happens there either. Right. There's no way they don't recognize Sabrina. There's no way that they went to school with her. It doesn't even... Greendale is a small town. It's not even that they wouldn't recognize her because they go to school with her. She's friends with the person that they like to bully the most. Exactly. And also, how how is it that they go back to school and see her and don't say, and, and don't like, and that there's not like even a shot of them being like, oh, that's that weird creepy girl that, that tricked us. She had the weird friends. Yeah. Where are her friends? They were actually pretty cute. <laughs> oh, no, no, it was that they, they, they don't see her in red. Oh, of course, of course. So they're like, hmm, who's that? But Sabrina gets the nice one or the one that's potent. Like, I don't know. I just don't know her story. And one one of the dudes is actually is actually into Billy. Like one of them is actually. Do you think this was like his awakening? No, no. I think this was him being outed. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, they talk about Devil in the Dark, which is the game she calls. That's what the game is called, she says, which I guess is just becoming creepy things and scaring people. Um, but there is a movie called Devil in the Dark 2017. Two estranged brothers find themselves stalked by a terrifying unknown presence while on a weekend hunting trip in remote British Columbia. Wait, that's weird. You'd think I would have seen that. Mm. I love horror movies. Add that one to my list. Yeah. Hey, maybe I should finally stop rewatching Star Trek and actually watch new content. Do what you want. Yeah, thank you. Did Sabrina ever release the birds? Uh, who's to know? Who's Um, to say? Who's to say? Who's to say? Well, I mean, did they ever bully Susie again? Yeah. So who knows? What if the birds just died? She just—they just left them there. Oh yeah, who? Yeah, we don't even know what what happened to them. Um, Harvey says that he wouldn't take superpowers because his girlfriend is Sabrina. But I guess if his girlfriend was anybody else, he'd be like, "Yeah, frick that girl." Once again, this is why 16-year-olds should not be left to make these decisions. Yeah. Zelda mentions that one day Hilda will stay buried, and that's what happens in her dream. Um, and, and then she's sad. Zelda, have you tried healthy coping techniques? Hmm. You can read in multiple languages, but you don't understand that you love your sister? Hmm. <laughs> uh, they say Ambrose is going to keep an eye on Sabrina. And he might be, like, 85 years older than her, but, like, he's still a child. Yeah, that's like asking a horse to babysit your dog. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like if you leave your kid at home with your mom, you're not worried about it. But if you leave your kid home with Gary Busey, then you're a little worried, you know? Yeah. Okay, so she has weekends off at the academy. Mm-hmm. But then she has to go to school at the academy on the weekends. What is the truth? When does she go to each school? How does this school system work? Tell me more, tell me more. Does she have a time turner? Like, does she have a car? Does she? I don't think she has a car. I don't think Because I mentioned earlier that she needed a car. Yeah. And she didn't use one. Mm. So. Okay. I have questions for you. Oh, okay. I probably have no answers. Probably not. We just have to make a quick decision. Okay. Ambrose calls Hilda and Zelda Auntie Mame and Baby Jane. Auntie Mame is a 1958 American Technicolor comedy film based on the 1955 novel of the same name. Mame is a flamboyant, exuberant woman who hosts frequent parties with eclectic, bohemian guests. 
Mame's frequently repeated motto is life is a banquet and most poor suckers are starving to death. So who would you say that one was? It's hard. Yeah. To decide, right? Whatever Happened to Baby Jane? A 1962 American psychological thriller horror film produced and directed, it doesn't matter, starring Bette Davis, Betty Davis, and uh, Joan Crawford about an aging former actress who holds her paraplegic ex-movie star sister captive in an old Hollywood mansion. Except Jane is the evil one. So like, what's the truth? Who is who? My thing is, I think the most important interpretation of Whatever Happened to Baby Jane was Whatever Ha 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 Happened to Baby Jane, uh, which was enacted, um, reenacted on RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 2. Right, I remember this. Yeah, um, so I think that's the most important version. And if we're going off of All-Stars 2, then obviously Hilda is the one that she holds captive. Right. So Zelda is the evil one. So that would make Hilda and Hilda the flamboyant, Mame. exuberant woman who hosts frequent parties with eclectic bohemian guests. That sounds like Hilda. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, I had to, I had to go through a lexicon of my own, like, experiences with parodies in order to figure this out. Yeah. Just so we're clear on where my brain went. There. Sure. So Ambrose tells Sabrina that she won't want to chill with mortals because they'll grow old and she won't. And then they'll be like, why the heck do you look so good? Okay. Just in general. I would be like, um, what's up? I'm 60 and uh, you still look great. That's unfair and I don't like it. I would literally be like, oh yeah, Botox. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't know. The goat is called Black Narcissus. Well, they, they say Black Narcissus, but I've always pronounced it Narcissist. Or narcissists. So, anyway. Well, where do you think the word narcissist came from? I know where it came from. Hello, that's another Greek thing. Okay, just Okay. Um, the story of Narciss- Narcissus, frick, is that he was, like, this guy who was, like, obsessed with himself, which is where narcissist come fr- comes from. Mm-hmm. And he, basically, he was trapped by Aphrodite, I think, who was just, like, put a puddle on the ground, and she was like, oh my god, who's that? And then he, like, stared at his reflection forever until he died. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's his story. Um, But Black Narcissus, Narcissus, I don't know how to pronounce it at this point, Narcissus. is a 1947 Technicolor erotic film drama, film uh, based on the 1939 novel, blah, blah, blah. It is a psychological drama about the emotional tensions of jealousy and lust within a convent of nuns in an isolated valley in the Himalayas. Wait, is it gay or no? I don't know. I don't know. Them it's sounds a gay. Colony of nuns in one priest. I'm and furious. Emotional tension, tensions of jealousy and lust within the nuns. Mm. So maybe. But also, if I had to kill a goat, I wouldn't want to know his name. Oh, that's totally fair. I wouldn't want to kill the goat. But if I were, if I were forced to kill the goat, I wouldn't want to know what his yeah, name. Yeah, I'd be like, please don't give me, give me the name. Yeah. Look, a goat. A goat. God, I have to fight a goat? I don't know if I can do that morally. <laughs> they shouldn't have trusted Ambrose to stop her because why would they think that he would do that? Okay, these hanging pieces. I think this is like at the actual dark dark baptism. Yeah. There are like hanging pieces coming. It reminds me of Delton's bunker. Yeah, I was gonna say it's very um Riverdale right now. Griffins and gargoyles. She ru- so is her mom's wedding dress ruined now? That's my question as well, because I'm really worried about that wedding dress. Yeah. That was a precious thing. Hilda said you don't have to wear black. Like, no one does that anymore. But I guess you do have to wear black. I feel like you don't have to wear black, but um, Blackwood and Satan's obsession with Sabrina means that she has to do everything the old-fashioned way. Gotcha. I want to know why these people have such a messed up obsession with a 16-year-old girl. Yeah. Like, she's 16. Yeah, she's and she's- a baby. If she's half-mortal, then, like, she's not supposed to be as- <laughs> 
powerful as everybody else, you know? Like, I don't know why she's more powerful just because her dad's the one of the was the high priest. Like, should should not being the high priest cancel out her mom's side of being immortal? Like, she should just be a normal powered witch, yeah. I think, personally. But, but she seems to be, like, yeah. super powered, which is, like, which is fine because it means that, like, she's literally yeah. the best of both worlds. <laughs> Good thing she wore something underneath. Did she know to do that? So you know what I mean about how weirdly predatory this whole thing is. This whole society is predatory towards women. I don't like it. It's just weird because they're just like you have to wear black, but then you take it off and you're like, oh, okay, so now you're wearing white. Like, are you like I'm just I don't you understand. You wear black and then it, well, you wear white and then it turns black and then you take it off and you're wearing white and then like why did you take your clothes off in the first place and why do people keep asking Sabrina to take her clothes off and like she's 16 and this is kind of pedo. <laughs> Pedo-y. It is. It has shades of pedo. <laughs> okay. I don't like it. <laughs> I like that he, like, um, Simba's her. Like, he takes a thing and yeah. puts it on her forehead. And That's called Simba-ing. And it's kind of like a triangle, so it's like Illuminati. Confirmed. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be like a cross, but yeah. No, like Illuminati. Confirmed. No, it's, sorry. It's a plus sign. <laughs> it's just a plus. It's just, they're like, is that a cross? No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with Jesus. It's... Math. Is that a cross? A cross from where? <laughs> Stupid. So okay. Sabrina changed her middle name to Edwina Diana. What I was her so real middle name? Um, maybe you need just Diana? Or, stay with me. Okay. How about... This is gonna be bad, isn't it? I haven't thought of anything yet. Just give me a second. I'm gonna think of something. Oh my god, I was really hoping you had a joke prepared. The fact that you didn't is very disappointing. No, I wanted to say something. Can you hurry up, so I'm tired. <laughs> I'm almost done. You can tell because I'm almost at the end of the episode. How about, stay with me here. I cannot believe that you're missing the most obvious joke. Go ahead. The Teenage Witch. Oh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Spellman. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that was a really obvious joke. I'm sorry. I was hoping you would get there. Mm. Okay, but what was your backup joke? I, I still didn't have one. <laughs> I know I was like should it start like there, there were just so many options you know like do you go like way grandma into it or do you like go like another s name do you like like I just oh, there like were too many s. yeah there were too many options I just didn't know Sabrina the rock <laughs> yeah 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 that's better you're better at this never mind um <laughs> I'm tired what the heck are these people in the background? Like, do they have to go to every single dark baptism? Because that sounds like it sucks. Like the coven, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, they probably do. That sucks. I feel like every member of the coven has to go to every dark baptism. I would just wear the same thing every time. Oh, f- oh, for sure. Yeah. They'd be like, um, you're an outfit repeater. And I'd be like... I don't care. I was at three of these things this week. <laughs> so he cuts her hand. And like... Why? It just like drips all over the book. I'm like, you're ruining the rest of the book. It drips on other people's names. Yeah, I'm like, hello. I mean, like, I guess magic. Yeah. But I was upset by it. My note is, this is bad logistics. <laughs> yeah, they did not think it through. And then, and then he had her drip the ink into the middle of the line, and I'm like, so now she has to dip and then move it in the middle of the line, and then go back, and then there's just gonna be this big blob in the middle of her name. Yeah. Like, if I were the Dark Lord, I'd be like, dude, you ruined the aesthetic of the book. Yeah. Um. He mentions that she has to obey, like, any authority figure, which I includes him, obviously. Yeah, I feel like that's... That's why uh, Edward was a uh, better one. Yeah. Because I feel like he would not demand that underage women bend his yeah. every will. I don't know. So, she sees her parents. Are The baby that she's that they're holding, is that supposed to be her? Or is it supposed to be Sparta like that? Is that supposed to be part of that, like, creepy twin thing that's going I on? Like dead 
twin. Okay. I think Sabrina must have a dead twin. Okay. The vines start going against her, which is just like Goblet of Fire. Thank you. Is she wearing shoes? Ouch. No. Ouch. Yeah. They, remember they made her take it off? Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, Ambrose is bluffing and I love that about him. I love that Ambrose came out in his bathrobe and scared off the entire coven in his bathrobe. What so, a mood. Yeah. Sabrina gets called to the principal's office and then she finds Harvey and starts making out with Harvey and I'm like, hello, you have to get to the principal's office. Dude. How are teachers not clocking them for doing this in the hall? Oh my god, you're not allowed to do that at high in high school. They don't even do this in Riverdale, no. and that's saying something. Yeah, because those kids are weirdly sexually active for teenagers. So when he was getting, when the principal was being possessed, did time stop? It really seemed like it I did. Think, yeah, because the the ticking of the clock actually stopped. Right, right. So that symbolizes that it actually did stop. And then my next question was like, why the principal? And then my thought was maybe he's able to be possessed because such a powerful spell was already cast on him. Or he has a particularly weak mind. That's true. No. Yeah, and I'm just wondering if it's Sabrina's fault because... Uh, because she cast such a powerful spell on him. Right, but I like your but I like your interpretation that he's just a dope. Just combine them. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then he mentions that all mortals must burn, foreshadowing to the end. I don't know, it kinda sounds like an apocalypse to me. Um, which is like when, you know, they're gonna murder all the mortals so they put them all in one place. But that also makes it sound like that was Satan's plan and not the witch's plan, but the witches burn because of Satan, so like Yeah. Once, like are the wi- did the witches go to hell? Well, quote unquote hell, wherever the Dark Lord lives. Like, how did that work? Because in Hocus Pocus, mm-hmm. in Hocus Pocus, yeah, when the um Sanderson sisters went to quote unquote hell, they were like best bros with the devil. Oh, and they like love the devil, and they call him master. What a bro! So, like, when they died, they got to go to hell and hang out with Satan and had a good ass time. Mm-hmm. But I guess when the thirteen witches were hanged, they didn't get that. That's mm-hmm. sad for them. That's really sad. Okay, that's all I got. It's that's, time for segments. Yeah. Okay, my uh, my segment is the best line award, mm-hmm. uh, and mine goes to Ambrose for how clever your dress is your future. That was so mean. Was so but Harvey was like, "What?" <laughs> He's like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Oh, mine. Uh, and mine goes to Zelda for I'm your older sister, Zelda. It's my safe and given right to kill you as many times as I please. Because mm. I thought that was so funny. Yeah. But so dark. Right. Yeah. You also had a segment, right? Uh, yeah, I believe my segment is which MILF was the most badass. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it to Hilda this time. Okay. Because she's soft and she spoke the truth even though Zelda didn't want her to. Yeah, that's good. I love her. Yeah. I feel like you have, like, the same thing with Madam Satan and with, like, MILFs that I do with, um, brooding, brooding anti-heroes. Because here's the thing. Madam Satan, I'm like, she does bad things. I don't like her. She's creepy. And then I watch The 100 and I'm like, John Murphy, you can do whatever you want forever! Like, John Murphy has literally done Every bad thing in the book, up to and including murder. John Murphy has murdered four people. Yeah. Um, but he can do whatever he wants forever because I love him so yeah, much. Yeah, so like when Madam Satan eats people, I'm like, God, you're valid. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, ah! Like, no! I love her. I love how manipulative she is. I love that, like, she, if she wanted to, she could probably take over from Satan. Yeah. And rule, like, everyone. And I want her to do that. I also um, am really on, on board with the Madam Spellmanship. Yeah. I had a dream about it the other night. Okay. Where, like, I was hanging out with them. Yeah. So, I remember. I heard about it. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Our music is Terminal by Good News Tunes. Uh, if you are so inclined, please write us a review on iTunes. We like those. And we also have a survey to perpetually open. It's in the description. And, uh, yeah, it's just, like, about what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show. Um, we'd love to hear from you. If you're a fan of Riverdale, we like to talk about that show, too, which is, I feel, pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, we do it on this feed. So if you're subscribed for Sabrina, you got some Riverdale. If you're subscribed for Riverdale, you get some bonus 
Sabrina. Well, yeah, congratulations. Yeah. You're already in the right place. The two things are intertwined. <laughs> Why not discuss them? If you're a fan of The Hundred, we like to talk about that show too. We talked about season four. We talked about season five. We're going to be talking about season six. Uh, by the time this goes up, Unity Days will be done. Um, uh, so... Uh, we can't really talk about that anymore. Um, but we eventually will be going back to do one, two, three, which is a convention for the hundred held here in Vancouver. In case anyone has no clue what we're talking about, yeah. And actually, there's news because there's going to be a Riverdale convention called Sweet River Con happening in November uh, at the same place as Unity Days, done by the same people who do Unity Days. We will be there, and so yeah, if you like Riverdale, and uh, yeah, we just like love to have you there. That'd be so fun. That would be fun and cute. And yeah, you gotta come say hi. Yeah. Thanks. If you're a fan of Lost, we like to talk about that show too. I think it's pretty obvious that Robin is a fan. Yeah. We covered season one. We're in the middle of season two. We're on a break right now, but by the time this comes back, we'll be We'll be coming back soon. Yeah, because we'll have done our mid season roundtable. Yeah. Um, so we'll have a couple of those episodes out and then we'll be resuming season two once Riverdale's over. Yeah, exactly. For the season. Yeah. Uh we also have a Stranger Things podcast starting in 2019, so that's like coming up real quick. At the time of this recording, we don't have an iTunes link for you right now, but we do have a SoundCloud link. Um so if you go onto the SoundCloud for this feed, uh in the in the little links on the side, you'll be able to find our our SoundCloud for our Stranger Things and we have or a preview up, so just head to our website. Yeah, oh exactly. It's yeah. all on there too. <laughs> You're like explaining this and I'm like, it's on the website, bro. <laughs> um, you can follow the Aficionados on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, Rebel, YouTube, mostly Twitter, um, a little bit Tumblr if that website <laughs> by the time this goes up, that website could be gone. How are we to know? Who's to say? Yeah. Uh, we also have a Patreon. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash theafficionados. If you like what we do here, please consider donating because it's expensive. Um, it really is. Yeah, at the lowest, it's $1 a month. You can check that out. It's always in the description as well. And um, yeah, if you uh, unfortunately aren't able to donate to our Patreon, that's totally okay. That's okay. The next best thing is for you to recommend our podcasts to a friend. So if you'd do that for us, that'd be awesome. Or just like, you know, tweet us and be like, um, hey guys, and we'll be like, hi. Hi. And I'm waving, but you can't see me, but... I can see you. Well, you can see me! So I can confirm the wave. Yes. You can follow me on Twitter at Britannia, which is B-R-I-T-T-A-N-I-A with an underscore at the end. And you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey, that's R-O-B-Y-N-E-J-F-F-R-E-Y, pretty much everywhere. Join us for next episode, which is episode 103, The Trial of Sabrina Spellman. Which is, duh, because of Sabrina's trial. <laughs> and spoiler alert, Blackwood takes her clothes, asks for her to take her clothes off again. Again! Cute. I'm really stuck on this. I'm disgusted. <laughs> Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. All right, as promised, hello. Hello. A quick announcement about the Sabrina podcast. Um, as you can probably tell, we have been putting them out really slowly. <laughs> um, that's partly because we are very busy with all of our other podcasts. Mm -hmm. And um, because of that, we have made a, an executive decision. Yes. Um, I don't know if you guys are going to care. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you do care, I mean, you could let us know, but it, it's our podcast, so we're going to do whatever we want to do. I don't You're know. You're an idiot. Um, we just wanted to be honest with everybody because, to be perfectly frank, we didn't really- We don't like this. We didn't really, <laughs> we didn't really like no. the first season of Sabrina. Yeah. Um, so, but we do have all of our- files of our pre-thoughts before like after every episode yeah so we're gonna be going through our our pre-thoughts like what we had um 
already recorded after watching every episode. episode yeah. Um, and we're going to be figuring out how it kind of goes in with the rest of the series, like we were planning on doing anyway. Um, talking about maybe a few themes from the from the rest of the show. We're still going to be doing favorite line awards for every episode. Yeah, like sort of like a overall season impressions instead of episode to episode, basically. And, like, we'll talk, like, you know, like, about different characters, different ships, different themes, different arcs, but instead of it being episode by episode, we're just gonna do, like, one or two wrap-up episodes, and then we'll probably do that if we want to do a season two podcast or the Christmas podcast, depending on, like, what you guys think, then that's what we'll do from now on. Yeah, um, and honestly, this could just be, like, a Riverdale thing. Like, when we first watched Riverdale, we didn't like season one that much. Like, it was it was alright, but we didn't, you know, it wasn't our favorite thing in the yeah. whole world. So if season two ends up being better, then, like, great, maybe we'll, maybe we'll jump back into this. Yeah. Um, but as of right now, we are just going to be doing one final season one podcast, yeah. and then probably a Christmas podcast. I mean, that's not to say that the show isn't good. It's no. good. It's just we don't vibe with it the way that we thought we were going to yeah. when we decided, oh, let's do a Sabrina podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, and obviously, because we promised to do the Sabrina podcast and then we ended up not liking it as much as we thought we were going to, we're not going to promise you this new Katie Keene um, spinoff podcast. Yeah. If we end up liking it, maybe we'll do the exact same thing. We'll, we'll make... Um, some of our thoughts after every episode and, and go through them at the end of the season, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, we just wanted to let you guys know what we were thinking, and if we uh, end up going through the whole season and you think we've missed something really important that you were looking forward to us talking to, please email us, um, and if we gather enough of those, maybe we'll make another podcast about, about that. Yeah, like listeners' thoughts and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... As we said, just said in the outro, if you are sad that we're not making this one, uh, we have four other podcasts yeah. that you can check out. Um, Riverdale, Lost, Stranger Things Now, as well as The 100. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you're missing us, don't be. We're, <laughs> we're around. We are here, we are queer, and we are making way too much content that we can handle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so the Sabrina okay. podcast isn't going away. It's just going to be less than what it was. Yeah. Basically. Um, hopefully, that's okay with you. Yeah. If it's not, go ahead and send us hate on Twitter. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I thought you were going to be like, go ahead and send us thoughts. And I was like, yeah, and you were like, hate on Twitter. And I was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye! Okay, love you, bye! Bye!